This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 347, How to Communicate Like a Movie Star. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 10 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. I did 10 celebrity interviews in New York City, and I found that they all do these seven things to communicate well. Do you do these seven things? Do you want to practice your English more often and connect with native speakers anytime you want? Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash I-T-A-L-K-I and book a lesson online with a native English tutor. You'll get 10 US dollars off your second lesson if you register at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-T-A-L-K-I. Hey, Michelle, how's it going in New York City? Hello, Lindsay. It is great. It is great. It was pretty sunny today, so that's surprising, but everything's awesome. good. How awesome. are you? I heard, Michelle, that a lot of celebrities live in New York. Is that right? Yes, of course. Yeah. Very cool. Mm. Very cool. I remember when I was in New York, I saw a few celebrities because I taught um, tennis for a tennis school and some of them brought in their kids to have uh, to learn tennis with our school. But I heard, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) What a cool place to live, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. So I heard that you had a chance, you were working for a company, and you had a chance to do some celebrity interviews where you were actually out on the street interviewing celebrities. Is that right? Yes, out on the street. Well, mostly with the celebrity interviews, it was actually in a studio. But I worked for another company where I did a lot of um, on-the-street interviews. So I have a lot of experience doing uh, different types of interviews, different contexts, and it really taught me a lot. I bet. I bet. And so what what did you learn about, you know, these people who communicate really well? That's what we want to ask. What did you learn from these celebrities about communication, about being a good communicator? What are, you know, seven or eight things that you notice that they all do or many of them tend to do that makes them good at communicating with people? Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh. So there's just so much that I learned from these experiences. Like I said, so I did celebrity interviews, um, just regular interviews of people on the street, things like this. And I, you know, it really kind of taught me about what makes a good communicator. Um, in, mm. in that sense of like interviewing, of course, there's different types of communication and not every sense of the word communicating is in this interview context. But I still feel that it really just taught me a lot about communicating in general. So, all right. So let's go through some of the tips. All right. Okay. Let's do it. So what was the first thing that you noticed from those celebrities and those other people that you interviewed? Like what did they do that was different from everyday people, like normal people that maybe don't communicate as well? Okay, well, so then we're talking about the celebrities. So the celebrities, they have great eye contact. Um, I would say this is, uh, I mean, if I had to sum this up, I would say body language, right? Um, yeah. They looked confident, right? 
Um, they have mm. great eye contact, right? They use gestures with their hands. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that, you know, they nod their heads. Okay. You that's know, something- to let them know, to let you know that they're listening to you. Yeah. That's something that we haven't talked about yet. We've talked about mm-hmm. eye contact a bit on this show, but we haven't talked about head mm. nodding, right? To yeah. nod <laughs> is a verb. I don't know if our listeners know this verb, right? So to nod, N-O-D, right, Michelle? So. Yes. To move your head up and down, right? Yep, to not move your head up and down. And it's a great way. I mean, it sounds silly, but it is important. You know, I mean, overall, I think that the top thing is that you show someone that you're engaged in the conversation, that you're listening. When one of the ways you can do that is by nodding your head. Absolutely. I mean, no, I think this is really true. We may not even think about this when we do it or don't do it, but this is a part of it. So you saw those guys, they were involved. You knew that you could keep going and talking because you could see that they were nodding their head. They were looking you in the eyes, using gestures, and you enjoyed the conversation with them, right? Because yeah. they, you know, they're celebrities. They know how to connect with people. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So I think that that's a, that's a big one. It just gives you a more confident look. Also, mm-hmm. right? I remember mm-hmm. one woman, she came in and we were interviewing her, uh, celebrity and, um, she just had this very confident look about her. She was sitting up straight, right? Posture is big too. She looked me in the eyes and she was really cool. She was talking about this book that she wrote and everything. So, um, mm-hmm. I remember that one as sticking out because of these things that she did with her body language. Ooh, so she stood up straight, sat up straight and looked mm-hmm. you right in the eyes. I like that. I like that. Sounds like a very, yeah, someone who really commands respect and has a real presence. And that's what yeah. we want to help our listeners listeners try to do here, right? That's why we're learning English. It's not just for the vocabulary and the grammar, right? It's supposed to be to help us communicate and connect. So awesome. What's another thing that you notice from those those celebrities? I mean, what do they do differently from the normal person who doesn't really connect with people? Okay, well, um, I think that, well, for me, this is one of the biggest things um, that you can do is you really got to have good volume. And I actually Mm. stress this to my students all the time, right? You have to be loud and you really have to use good intonation, right? Mm. Really make sure that you're, I always say that it's like singing a song with your voice. And this is something that I'm actually really passionate about, probably because I have a theater background. And I don't know, that's just Mm. really important to me. And I think that, you know, a lot of times people have perfect you know, really great English and it's the volume needs to be there, right? If we can't hear you, you know, <laughs> right, I, right. you know, so that's very important, right? So I think that the best thing that especially, I mean, I guess celebrities do because they're so, this is their job is to be right. heard and to, right? Is they speak up and they use their intonation, right? So yeah, that, yeah, totally. So important for communicating. Yeah. So were these movie celebrities, were they writers? Were they like Broadway actors and actresses? What kind of celebrities are we talking about here? Okay. Well, I can give you a few names. Um, okay. Who did them, you mean? <laughs> some of them were um, in person. Some of them were over the phone where I can learn a lot from that as well. So these go mm-hmm. for both. Some, uh, Of course, some of them are more geared toward the in-person ones. But let's give you some. Um, I interviewed, I don't know if you watch Saturday Night Live, but I interviewed Daryl Hammond. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I interviewed Howie Mandel and Sharon Osbourne. Okay, um, cool. I interviewed, oh God, I have to think of some more. Those are like the top three that come off of 
my head, but there's, so, I have to go back into my, ah, okay. this is a funny one. I interviewed Nick Lachey. He, okay, cool. A, yeah, cool. you know, these are like, you know, very like pop culture type of people. Pop and, culture celebrities. Yeah. Mary <laughs> yeah. Lou Henner, she um, was on a TV show called Taxi and then she wrote a book. Um, yeah, so yeah. lots of different, lots of different people. Are you struggling with your pronunciation? Do you feel like no one understands you when you try to speak English? Do you feel awkward or shy? If that's the case for you, then you need to take action this summer and get yourself a native tutor online at italki to finally solve your pronunciation problems. Go right now to allearsenglish.com forward slash I-T-A-L-K-I and you can find your pronunciation tutor online instantly. If you register at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-T-A-L-K-I, you'll get 10 US dollars off your second lesson at italki. Go there now guys and find your pronunciation tutor. See you there. Okay, very cool. So they use volume and intonation. They really use their voice. They own their voice. They're not afraid to speak loudly or when it's when it's important or to move it back and forth and to use feeling. And we've talked about on the IELTS exam too with Jessica on the other podcast, IELTS Energy, how important this is too. So this is like a theme that keeps coming up over and over again. So guys, if you're listening today to today's episode, and you're not using your intonation when you're speaking English, try to start doing that. Use some feeling in your voice. We're not dead here. We're alive. We need to show the world that we're alive. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right? Absolutely. Yeah, I know. I That's the thing is you really have to show somebody that you're engaged. And if you're not using your intonation, you, you know, people might think, even if it's not true, people might think that you're bored, right? Mm, we don't want that. We don't want that. No, so what's the, what's you want to show next? that you're enthusiastic, right? Totally. And you can do this by having good volume and good intonation. Absolutely. Thank you for that, Michelle. That's awesome. What's the next thing that these celebrities would do to really pull you in or to stay engaged or engage other people in that conversation? Okay, well, this is actually uh, something that I learned really on my end. Um, so, And this comes from improv also. So I have the ability to adjust what you're saying um, depending on where what was last said in the conversation. Um, yeah. Let me explain what I mean by that. I can prepare, I was able to prepare for interviews. And in the beginning, you know, I would do a lot of research and write down a whole list of questions. And what I learned was, <laughs> that's great. And it's really important to do that. I needed to yeah. know my stuff because I didn't want to sound like I wasn't prepared because that's yeah. disrespectful, right? right? But what I noticed was, and this is with celebrities and the other interviews is you can prepare as much as you want and you can write down a very nice order of questions and everything. But if you're not going to adjust it, um, you're going to sound silly, right? Irrelevant, so, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this actually, I'm going to head into the next one quickly because I think that they, they combine, right? Listening, right? Mm -hmm. This is something that makes a good mm. communicator. And, and I want to talk about these two together because they're so important, right? If okay. I have an order of questions listed, right? And I ask one question, the person might answer the the third or the fourth question in their answer to the first question. Does it make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, absolutely. right. So they might, I might ask you like, oh, where did you come up with the idea for All Ears English? And then you tell me a whole story. And my fourth <laughs> question is, 
uh, when did you start All Ears English? Right? No, it's I mean, ridiculous. It's totally totally irrelevant and you're not flowing with the conversation at exactly. all. Exactly. So I'm going to ask you a question that, you know, you already answered. So that's why it blends in with listening so well. And of course, this is for, I'm talking about it like for celebrity interviews and different interviews, right? But this is for everyday life. You have to make sure that you're listening. This is one yeah. of the most important things about being a good communicator because you don't want to bring up something um, irrelevant or it, it just shows disrespect. It show, If you show that you're not listening, somebody's going to get offended. Totally. And like, totally. okay, well, you're not interested in what I'm saying, right? Yeah. I like that. I think that's really important. And this is so, so important for our listeners because I was just on the phone the other day with a potential student in New York and he's from Brazil and he was saying he often has a hard time when the conversation switches to another topic, right? Mm -hmm. He'll be in a group and there'll be three of them or four of them, the colleagues and things. And all of a sudden he thinks they're talking about one topic and they switch to the next and he panics. And so I know this is something that you guys are struggling with. So we're going to talk about this more in the future, but just to keep in mind flexibility and spontaneity and also listening as you know that's that's really the way to be flexible and spontaneous are huge keys to being a good communicator i Mm -hmm. think yeah you're right michelle (laughs) cool good what's number five michelle what's another thing that they do that makes them great at connecting and communicating excellent so another way is to show your listening um verbally right so I talked about body language, but you can also show um, using words or, you know, even sounds, right, that you are listening. So this sounds kind of silly, maybe, but really, you can just say saying things like, yeah, or mm-hmm, or right. even laughing, right? Show sure. that you're on the other end of the conversation, not that because otherwise, have you ever heard the phrase like, it's like talking to a wall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So you don't want to be you want to be engaged in the conversation and you want to do that with your body language. And you also want to do it verbally. You don't have to do it every second and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But right. occasionally to include some sort of sound. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's why we do that on this show, right? This show is really a conversation. So we're always saying, yeah, we, we say, uh-huh. mm-hmm, I see that's right, because this is natural. Of course, when you guys go into an interview or something like, I mean, right. a job interview, a formal interview, it might be a little bit different, right? You're going to monitor that a little differently. But in casual conversation, I agree with you, Michelle. And that's what makes these celebrities so great at communicating. They do that, right? They drop these these kind of encouraging notes in to help people continue to speak and to know. You have to know when I'm speaking with someone, I have to know that they're engaged. Otherwise, I'm going to get bored and I'm going to walk away. (laughs) You're going to think they're not listening to me. Thanks a lot. Right? Yeah, it's really offensive. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. So you can do this verbally and with other, you know, verbally or with laughter or anything like that um, to show that you're listening. And yeah, it, it really engages the person and makes them feel like they're included rather than, yeah. you know, than one side or the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it's really it's like it's like a game of tennis, right? Yes. Communication yes. is like a game of tennis. You hit the ball over the net. You got to hit it back, hit it, hit it back, hit it back. And so we keep it going. So it's balanced out, mm-hmm. right? Things are balanced out. It's even. It's not just one person speaking, speaking, speaking and the other person remaining silent. Right. Exactly. And and piggybacking off of that. Um, let's talk about number six, which is including the other person in the conversation, right? Oh. Actually using certain phrases to do so. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we've talked about this in a previous episode. I think we talked about Mm -hmm. how to do that, how to make the conversation about them, right? Remember that episode, Michelle, when we, yeah, right. We we were talking then about, yeah, I do remember that episode talking about how to make them, yeah, feel like they're included, how it's about them and Mm -hmm. um, to make them more interested, like to grab their attention. Right. I remember that. So this is kind of similar. Um, and it made me think of my interview. So I wanted to include it um of course it's not always appropriate but if you can really try and bounce questions back and forth like Lindsay said about tennis so asking things like what about you what do you think have you ever had that experience things like Mm -hmm. this yeah, I like that. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's huge. I mean, you can tell and you're you're almost like in a state of real comfort when you're speaking with someone who can do that well. Right. Because you're not, I don't know, you just feel so much more comfortable. So guys, try your best to do that and learn the phrases that you need. You know, have you ever had that experience? What about you? What do you think? Mm-hmm. You know, is, is it is that the is that your situation? Right. right? Things, things like that. Yeah. Good. Right. Okay. Awesome. And the last one is use past experiences to prove your point or to tell your story, right? We mm. talk a lot about that on the show, right? It's interesting to hear actual stories, personal stories from somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you have something to share and it's appropriate to do so, yeah, that's excellent. Absolutely. It's always good. People want to know you. They want to know what's happened in your life and make sure that you're just reading the body cues, right? If people are diverting their eyes or that means they're not interested, but if they're continuing to support you as you speak, you know, just share who you are, depending on the context, of of course. So, wow, it's so cool, Michelle, that you had a chance to interview these celebrities and all these other people in New York City. I mean, what was that like for you? Was it was it scary at times? I mean, how did you feel doing those interviews? Um. Sometimes scary, yes. Um, if you're prepared, it's okay. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I thrive off of that stuff. Like I said, I come from a theater improv background, so it's fun cool. for me. But I cool. can I can get intimidated as well. And it's f- weird because I'm comfortable doing theater improv, even stand up comedy. I've done. Wow. Yeah. But sometimes just starting I can be I can be shy I can be shy so um but these are some of the things I learned from those experiences and as you do more and more as I did more and more I became more and more comfortable so always it's practice right Very cool. I like it. I like it. Well, thanks for letting us know how the celebrities communicate in the real world. It's good to learn from celebrities once in a while. And guys, we hope that you can take these ideas and make use of them and try to incorporate one or two of them. We've given you a bunch of suggestions here, but try one or two and try to use them consistently until they become a habit. And you will see that you'll have more influence. You'll have more friends, more, uh, you know, people will just like you more as Dale Carnegie says, right? How to win friends and influence people. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. So these are some tips for how to be a good communicator. And yeah, let us know how it goes. All right. Very cool. Thanks for hanging out. Oh, yeah. One more thing I just want to mention to our listeners, guys, if you want to practice these things, right, in a natural conversation situation, you can still go over to italki. And if you're a new user of italki, you can register at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-T-A-L-K-I. And you can actually get 10 US dollars off your second lesson at italki with a native teacher. So go over there and find your native teacher. Thanks, Michelle. Thank you, Lindsay. Have a good one. Thanks. Bye. Bye. 
Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you are taking your IELTS exam this summer, get our free IELTS cheat sheet, the seven easy steps to a seven or higher on the IELTS. Go right now to allearsenglish.com slash S-E-V-E-N. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, be sure to subscribe to the All Ears English podcast on your smartphone. See you soon.